0: Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. All those insecurities, all those, um, you know, those feelings of, of worthlessness and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a betrayal, but it's also a rejection.
1: So the big questions are these, how can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives? in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth. In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers, Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Rebecca Zung and I'm so excited to have a really, really special lady here with us today. Um, I've gotten to know her a little bit over the past year and uh, she's just so quality and just amazing. Um, You've seen her on live with Kelly and Ryan from time to time. She is the founder of Trainers in Transit and the founder of Fresh Start Fitness. And um, her name is Jennifer Diamo. And I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Welcome, Jen.
0: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: So I highlighted a little bit of your accomplishments, but tell us like what you're up to today. I want uh, our listeners to get a sense of where you are today. And before we kind of go back a little bit. Okay,
0: sure. Yeah. So like you said, I'm the founder of Trainers in Transit, which is a fitness company um, based in New York and recently expanded to LA. Um, so we have a couple trainers out in LA now as well. So we're bi-coastal, which is really exciting. Um, we do personal training, nutrition, group classes, pretty much everything health and wellness related. Um, so I've had the business for about 10 years and recently sort of got into a little bit more specialized type of wellness. Um, after I went through a divorce, that's when I created this fresh start fitness program, which is geared towards, um, helping divorce women kind of, um, reinvent themselves maybe is the word or just sort of like if they've never worked out before it's kind of like a, a stepping stone to get back into shape or if they were someone who was active maybe they you know fell apart like I did when I was going through my stuff and so they need something to kind of help reboot you know refresh and reboot them um, back into their their fitness journey so that's kind of how fresh start fitness um, happened and that's really been a big focus um, right now because we're working on doing the reboot of it which is just a, um, an extended version of the original program. So we're opening it up to people going through transitions of any kind. So whether it's a new job, we move to a new city. So it could be like, you know, positive life changes as opposed to the negative ones. Um, but anyone going through, um, you know, something new and they, and they need a, a fresh start
1: so and i love that and i love that you're empowering people in that space and using something that was really awful for you to deal with um to um empower others and kind of give them what you didn't have at that time you know and um So the show, our show, is negotiate your best life, and so and the way I look at negotiate is is you know you're negotiating everything in your life and navigating and negotiating with your own personal struggles and with you know your own stuff, and you know people could look at you and and you're beautiful and you have it you know what people might perceive as everything you know you're on TV and all of those things, but you know the bottom line is that we're all human beings, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean we all deal with our own stuff. So let's talk about what obstacles you've had to overcome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, where should I start? We're
1: going right We're going right there
0: right there uh, <laughs> I mean a lot like you know so I was married for 15 years and um, even though I always had my own career, uh, I don't have any kids so um, you know that that made my divorce a little bit. Um, I don't want to say less challenging, but that was one less factor that I had to, to deal with. So that was that. But that said, um, it still was a huge change in my life. I mean, 15 years, 20 something years of being with the same person, um, to have that all end was kind of, um, it was devastating. And you don't know, I didn't know where to start. How do I start doing my life by myself? And-
1: well, and I would think even though you didn't have children and it, yeah, it makes it easier from the divorce perspective, but mm-hmm. maybe it's harder. Does it make it harder for you as a human because like your whole world was that person?
0: Yes, definitely. And I think also that there's no deflection, you know, there's no other focus. You're, now you're left with you. You don't have kids to, you know, sort of deter and to, you know, worry about and have other distractions. You know? No reason
1: so- to get up in the morning because you have to get them to school and you have right. to feed them. And
0: yeah, I had none of that, you know, so I really had no reason to do anything. Um, But I had to make money. Um, And so that was really hard because, like I said, even though I had my own business, I was not the, you know, um, I hate the word breadwinner. It's like so antiquated. But I wasn't the one who made, you know, most of the money in our marriage. So that was a big shock for me. It was like, oh my gosh, how do I now afford a mortgage? How do I pay my bills? Like all of this is now my responsibility.
1: Yeah. And, and I wouldn't even go deeper than that too, because yeah. your divorce was public. Yeah. I mean, there was like a public humiliation factor mm-hmm. to it.
0: Wasn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was... um yeah uh that was really hard um in the sense that you know if you wanna keep anything quiet, you can't um people were finding things out before I was, and so
1: so that um, does that like add to the betrayal
0: oh yeah, definitely, definitely it's um you know it's
1: it's because just he, a- he betrayed you i mean i don't, not everybody listening is gonna know you know what happened so but he betrayed you in the in the marriage yes yes he did and so the fact that you were finding stuff out from newspapers and things Mm -hmm. was that after you'd been with this person for like 20 years like how is that
0: it's kind of shocking it's sort of like no that that can't be right like they must have the wrong person this isn't the person that i've known for 20 something years you know this is no way, like, no way is this happening. And then the more I was finding things out, I'm like, wow, this really is happening. Um, and
1: does it make you question, like, was my whole life with him a lie? Yes. Or
0: it makes you question everything, it makes you question what was real, what wasn't. Um, how did, he, how did he do this, and for how long was he doing it? You know, there's still so many questions for me. I never had closure on this, um, to this day, and you know, we're going on like almost five years now, four four years. Um, and so I never had any closure. So I never got to ask those questions. I don't know the answers to things that are like, well, when did you start doing this? And when did you stop loving me? And when did you, you know, know that you wanted to leave? I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether that would help or not knowing those things. It's just that the fact that I don't know them, um, makes it, makes you ruminate over it. And it's like, well, I'm never going to know the answers to this. So maybe I should stop thinking about it. Right. But yeah, stop thinking about it. Um,
1: so do you think that you think about that? I mean, I know for myself, if that were me, I would be going, well, is there something that was wrong with me? Or, or do, you, do you just immediately go past that and go, no, I know it wasn't me. It had to have been, you know, or do you spend time in like was I not attractive enough, or was I not? I mean, I know that's what I would do. I just don't know. You know, uh, tell 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 us about how oh, that would be for you. Yeah, you're
0: really going deep, Rebecca. Um, <laughs> yes, all of that, especially when it's something like this, where the person. I mean, look, people get divorced, and and the. The, par- the parties move on, but to know who that person is that your spouse has moved on with, then you start to draw all these comparisons, and you start to think like, "Oh, well, because she has this and she has that, and I don't have that." And you know, um, yeah, there's. I mean, it's it's
1: like, why it's, wasn't I good enough, or
0: whatever? Yeah, what? Yeah. what is- what What made him go to to her? Why didn't, you know, yeah, yeah I,
1: I would think it would like dig up any old head trash that you probably, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for me, it would. like, you know, because all, all of us carry around head trash. like I'm not worthy in some way, right? does does it like bring all that back to the surface? like uh...
0: all those insecurities, all those um, you know, those feelings of of worthlessness and um, you know, it's, it's, it's a betrayal, but it's also a rejection. And it's like, yeah,
1: what? oh yeah, totally.
0: I mean, And it's a hard rejection. Sucks. It's like, you know, I'm leaving and guess what? I'm also never going to talk to you again. We are never going to speak and we are never going to see each other. I mean, those, war- you
1: never have spoke to him again. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's, that is also the part that like stays with me You know, everyone who says like, well, you know, he did this, this, and this, and he's such a jerk, and you should just be, and it's like, right, all of those things should make me wanna say, who cares, bye, but you can't. This is a person that was part of your life, no matter what they did to you, you know? And for me, it's coming to terms with, well, I think that I was married to one side of this person, and there was a whole other side that I did not know about. Um,
1: would you say that he's a narcissist or has narcissistic tendencies?
0: Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see that when you were married to him?
0: Um, a little bit. I wouldn't go as far as saying narcissist. I think I would have said that he has an ego. Um, and he, you know, it to me came across as confidence and, um, you know, never had a negative tone to it. Um, now it does. <laughs> yeah. Now you know looking back now and that
1: you've seen the other side
0: sure now that i see the other side and i see you know what he what he did to me not only you know the way he left but even post leaving all of the the stuff he put me through during the divorce it's like this shouldn't have been a hard divorce this should have been like over in you know 6 months yeah um, the fact that i'm still today 4 years later dealing with stuff from that is just unfathomable to me, um, and mostly it's his behavior is so not the person that I that I thought. So it makes me question my own um, judgment.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think sometimes though, the person who wronged the other person acts worse in a divorce to try to like make noise to make it look like you're so bad to take away from their own bad behavior right 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 yeah
0: and i wonder you know i wonder even now like well what's he saying about me and there's you know there's obviously always another side to it i don't know how you could possibly spin it um
1: people say whatever they want to say about whatever i mean that's the the terrible thing about Anything you know, and especially if you only isolate certain things or, I mean, you know, being in the public eye, like you can take any stream of text messages and spin them to say whatever you want them to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. And that's probably what he's doing. You know, who knows? I, I try not to think about that. um, Yeah. You
1: can't because you'll drive yourself crazy. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Like it's answers that you're never going to have. So it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. I've kind of learned to, accept that, I guess. Um,
1: so before you got divorced, were you already into fitness and nutrition and you yes, were you um, already a trainer? I was,
0: yes. Um, I was, I just probably stepped it up <laughs> a bit once, um, I went so, through all of it.
1: So that. you've talked about, um, how it really this took you down the whole thing. so here you are, you're a personal trainer, you're into fitness, you're into taking care of yourself and that's your that's your whole thing. and this happens, and you said in the past like i I couldn't even get out of bed
0: Mm-mm. yeah, um, it was kind of crazy. It was like, um I became a person that I didn't recognize. I'm like what am I doing? I mean, I'm not leaving the house, essentially. Um, I wasn't exercising. um, I wasn't eating very much. I was, I mean, I was depressed, but I was also, it was more than that. It was like this, this kind of like shock. It was such a shock that I was processing things. It took me a long time just to process what had happened, um, there was no warning, you know? So I didn't have that, like, oh, my marriage is going down the tubes and I, like, have a little heads up about it. It's like, I had no... So you no...
1: Thought everything was great?
0: Yes. I had no idea. And so it, I think, took me longer because I had to go through that, like, what just happened, period, you know? Um,
1: it's like PTSD or something. Kind
0: of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it was just, you know, you go through, like... I guess, all those stages of grief, right? It was yeah, like, yeah. This anger.
1: <laughs> and then, you know, bargaining, like if I could have just been better in this that's way. Right. Or-
0: that's Well, that's one of the big things. It's like, well, I mean, and I tried in the beginning, like to save it. I, I thought like, well, what if I just, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what's wrong. So I don't know what to fix. But if I can find that out, I'll fix it and I'll make it better. And like, I don't want to get divorced. I don't want to do this. You know, let's, what can I do? And it's funny how you think like that it's you, you know? Well, it's gotta be me, he's leaving me. So it's not him, it's me. Um, so, well,
1: it's cause that old head trash starts resurfacing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, totally. It's so, so, it's so toxic, that damn head trash. <laughs> totally I mean, like we need freaking hazmat to come in and take it out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, all those stories that you tell yourself, even still now, you know, I start to, you know,
1: I make things up in my head. I'm like, that might not be true, you know? Why am I telling myself that? Um, yeah, but then you you say it to yourself over and over again, and, and, and you start believing that. Crap, you start to believe you know? it, yeah. Yep, definitely.
0: Coming up, more with Jennifer Giamo on Nuclear Meltdown. How to overcome toxic divorce emotions and create a fresh start.
1: How? able to get past all of that what happened like tell give give us like okay i I started to get out of bed i started to eat i started to like it was yet
0: emotions are one of the hardest parts of a breakup to navigate and negotiate take a listen to our archive where you can hear rebecca's interview with jane portnoy where we learned how to process emotions through journaling
1: There's a lot of our listeners that are dealing with breakup that are dealing with divorce yeah. and you went through a very painful breakup. Sure did. And you know, the guy, what what didn't treat you very well, the way he should have and all of those things. And so tell us how you used writing. If you did, I did to um, help heal from that. Absolutely. You know, I don't know that I ever thought like, oh, I use writing as my tool to heal myself. I used it as an opportunity to be honest with myself. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com
0: And now we return to today's show.
1: Yeah, so how were you able to get past all of that? What happened? Like tell give give us like okay I started to get out of bed. I started to eat. I started to like- It literally
0: was, yeah, it literally was. That. It was all these like little steps. Like, you know, my my mom would say to me, like, just, you have to do something. Like you've got to, you know, just one little, try to do one thing every day. Just one little thing every day. And that's basically how I started was like, all right, A, I have to start working again. I mean, I was not even seeing clients. I wasn't-
1: And what, Had you been on television or anything at that point?
0: Um, I had been years prior to that, but, um, but not that like anybody would, you know, know
1: who not um, like now no. now,
0: no, it wasn't, you know, and then when all of this came out, which is funny, it's kind of why I changed the name of my business. Um, because when all this tablet stuff started happening, anytime someone Googled my, my company, which used to be called JG fitness, all of this stuff would come up. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't go back to work and try to get new clients when people will Google me and they're like, oh, she's like a tabloid story. You know, Um, it was embarrassing. You didn't want to be. Right. Had nothing to
1: do with you. Yeah. And it
0: wasn't something obviously that I did that put me there, but um, it was still embarrassing. I'm like, I don't, and and I don't want to be associated with that, um, especially given who that person is because she has a terrible reputation so it's like i don't want to be associated with someone that has a really bad reputation to begin with um
1: even though that only just says more about her or him nothing about you
0: yeah true i guess i guess so but it's all like it's all yucky like it was all like that's
1: yeah, true like the bad energy it's
0: all bad energy totally yeah. and I think that's not what i'm about and i don't want to be associated with that you know so let's change the name of the company let's see if we can like go from there um so i did um and yeah so as far as like getting back to like a healthy way of being i think it just was really really slow small steps um i started doing meditation because i was able to do that at home i didn't have to go anywhere <laughs> I didn't have to see people um i also looked terrible like after being like in bed for like a few weeks and like a couple months of just not um not eating like nutritious food or doing like, I just, I looked awful and I didn't want to see people. Um, then I, I started going to yoga because I'm like, all right, I have to start moving, but I'm not ready to like do anything aggressive. So let me try to like slowly get back into some kind of exercise. So I did that. I got really into it. Um, I started to go on yoga retreats and I was really loving it. Um, and then I kind of just slowly like, one step at a time, just kind of started incorporating little, little things that were active and had me like socializing a little more. And, um, and then I met you and I met all these like amazing women, um, who were so supportive, like this whole network of, of women that I never like, I'm so, it's funny, like how you're put in a position that ends up being, um, so great for you. You know, it's like, I would never have created Fresh Star Fitness if I didn't go through this. Um, I wouldn't have met like all these great people that have been so helpful in, in so many ways, you know, not just through like, I mean, the divorce was over, you know, but just people who get it and they understand like what you went through and where you are now and how I can then support other people um, in what they're going through because I didn't have that when I was when I was going through it.
1: So- assess the person that you were when you were still married to him and compare it to the person that you are today.
0: Hmm. That's a great question. Um, And I've thought a lot about that. Um, I think that I was, um, when I was married to him, I think I was, I wanna say maybe a little insecure. Um, I wasn't, confident um he was always the person who you know we'd go to a party and like he would be the one who would talk to everyone and who would be you know he was definitely in the forefront Um, and I think I was more in the shadows which was kind of my choice too I didn't I didn't have that big personality um I mean I wasn't you know shy but I wasn't a, a super outgoing you know various person, um, like he was. And so I think that, um, I, 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 I'm so different now. It's so weird. Um, even with like some of this TV stuff, I mean, he, that was his deal, you know, he was into, and I never want anything to do with it. I was like, nope, that's not for me. I'm, you know, this is what I do. And, um.
1: So do you think that you were kind of holding yourself back for, to allow him to shine in some way, or was there some subconscious element of that?
0: I, you know, I don't know, maybe. I, I didn't think that at the time. Um, maybe subconsciously, I, I don't know. I just always um, thought that that was kind of, like, we were, we were good like that. That was how we kind of balanced each other out. We were a little bit different in that respect. Um, and so I just never really thought anything of it.
1: And, and how are you different or better today?
0: um I'm definitely much more confident um the fact that I can like talk about this in front of people is huge um, I mean you know like we did the divorce retreat and I got up there and told my whole story and it was like i who is this person right now I'm, look it's almost like you're looking at yourself from above, you know, like from the outside. Oh yeah that's me saying that? Okay. Um I think just more confident and definitely um more compassionate. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: that's a good one. Yeah. More understanding about people who've been through way struggle.
0: More, way more. I mean, I used to think about divorce like, oh, people got divorced. You know, like I never, like it was just a word to me. It was like, oh, well, something must have been screwed up in that marriage. You know, like, and then going through it, I'm like, oh my God, this is like for real. Like this is horrible. You know, it was, Um. so I think it gave me a whole new perspective on on divorce and it made me way more compassionate towards people going through anything really. And just kind of realizing that, you know what, everyone is going through something at some point. You know, I get on this a hundred times a day, right. And and you see the craziest things and and now my perspective is, well, I wonder what they're going through. I wonder what's happening with that person. There's clearly something wrong in their life that they're, you know, Mm, acting like that. Yeah. So- That's very different for me. I don't think I I don't think I had that kind of patience and that understanding before.
1: Um, That's really good. And is there anything that you still struggle with? Like obstacles?
0: Yeah. Um yes. <laughs> um you know, still trying to get my business to a place where I feel like I'm really comfortable and uh, I mean, I love what I do. I'll never stop doing this. Um, but trying to think of different ways to, um, to, to build the business and grow the business always. Um, cause it's scary. It's scary living in New York alone and having a mortgage. And, you know, especially with a business like mine where it's up and down all the time, you don't have a consistent salary. You don't have health insurance, you know, it's like all these things that you're, that you're, Paying for out of pocket, so money, I guess, is always like a source of anxiety for me. Um, and what? Else, what was the question? Oh, I struggle with. Um,
1: so who are your go-to people? Like, you know, authors or books or speakers or mentors? Like, when you need a motivation or when you need to shift in some way, I call you. <laughs> <laughs> I it's love uh, our network of amazing, incredible, strong women. I swear. Oh my
0: God. We have such a great, great network of of women. It's amazing. Um, but as far as like, I guess, motivate, one of my very, very favorite, and this was um, from the beginning when I started meditating up until today, I still listen to her all the time. Um, her name is Sarah Blondin and she does these meditations. She has a... Um, she has a podcast called um, Oh my gosh, it's escaping me right now. Uh, oh god, I don't even know if it's a podcast or it's just like her series. She does like these courses. Anyway, her name is Sarah Blondin, and um, she's fantastic. She has this like soothing voice, and her meditations make you cry. Like they're just oh, that's so really, nice. yeah, they're really really cool. Um, Louise Hay is another one that oh, I oh,
1: she's so good yeah she yeah. And-
0: anything by Louise Hay is, is great. Um, Renee Brown, I guess now is kind of the new, you know, the new guru. Wait,
1: I love Brene Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. she's fantastic. Yeah. And she- is there, is there a, a particular book that you're reading right now that you think is an, in, amazing or?
0: <laughs> I'm rereading this book called Reinventing Your Life. Um, and it's, uh, Jeffrey Young and it's all these different, like, Techniques and tools and things, and like I'm the nerd who like is highlighting the book and like I take little notes, so I'm kind of going back through it now and uh, and doing that again. Um, Vicky Stark is another author who, when I read her first book, it was called um, Runaway Husbands. I swear I thought she wrote it about me.
1: Oh, that's so interesting.
0: Exactly, It was my story. And like reading that, I think was the first time I realized that there are other women who went through like a really similar experience to mine where they decided, you know, Um, reading that was really interesting. Again, like it's very, you know, the tears are flowing. Um, And then she wrote a second one, a follow up to that called Planet Heartbreak, um, which was also pretty good.
1: Cool. I'm
0: like the the self-help, self-help library of books.
1: So is there something that you do like first thing in the morning to get your day and, you know, center yourself or to get your day off on the right start or anything like that? Or lot of
0: coffee, a lot, of, be-
1: coffee. Um, a lot, a lot no, of coffee,
0: a lot of coffee. I, well, I mean, I have clients pretty early in the morning, um, most days. So I try to get up. I like to get up way ahead of the time that I need to because I hate to feel like this pressure of like running and, and starting work work right away no matter what time it is so I really like to and it's funny it, it is actually coffee it's my ritual of going to this one place um, for my coffee in the morning and I just sit for like ten minutes I just sit and I don't look at my phone and I don't look at anything and I just sit there and I just kind of not think about it just don't think of anything. I try to like blank my mind, drink my coffee and then a
1: meditation. Yes, the coffee. Sort of, yeah, Coffee.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a silent meditation just uh with me and my coffee um, before every all the craziness starts.
1: Very good. So yes. this has been so um enlightening. I I love having these deep conversations yes, with good. people um, and especially people like you who are just up to amazing things um And I just think it's so important for all of us to share, like, hey, we've all struggled a lot. Yeah, we've all been in the ditch.
0: (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) like, no matter what it looks like on the outside, you know, we live this social media life world that like everything looks so shiny, and it's like,
1: well,
0: it's not always like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we try to stay in that place, but it's not always easy to, you know. So it's a daily, it's a daily thing that you have to constantly, you know, like even for myself, when I, when I start to go down into the negative thinking, I have to go, okay, pivot, pivot, pivot. What can I think of, you know, what can I put on? Like what YouTube video or podcast or mm-hmm. audiobook or something to get me out of that? Because yeah. otherwise I, I, you know, I, I can like ruminate with the best of them, you know, <laughs> it'd be like. Hours later, I'm still like obsessing about this thing or whatever it is, you know, it's
0: It's like you try to change the outcome in your head. If it's something that you're ruminating over that has already happened. It's so futile. It's so it's like it's the worst thing. It's like torturing. You are torturing yourself. Yeah, never. You're never changing the outcome in your head.
1: No. But, you know, I just recently learned about this guy named Neville Goddard who lived like in this, you know, he died, I think, in like the early 70s even. But he was like the father or the beginning of this whole way of thinking that thoughts become things and, and all of that. Right. And um, you can go on YouTube and watch his old thing, or listen to his old speeches and things. But um, and there's like a compilation of his books on audio books. But um, one of the things that he suggests is instead of ruminating, just replay the thing that happened in a way that has the outcome that you wanted. Like especially right before you go to sleep, like just rework it, like as if you're rewriting it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's really that, a-
0: that is interesting. That you know, um, and I think I told you this before that I um, I see a shaman and we'll do these meditations sometimes or like shamanic journeys. And sometimes, you know, I'll tell them a story about something and be like, all right, let's, do you want to change the ending to that? And like, what do you mean? And he takes me through like a guided meditation where we change the end. Well, you are actually kind of changing the ending in your own mind. And it's so cool. It was like, we, we do it a lot with dreams when I have like these, you know, really kind of intense dreams that I feel not so great when i when i wake up and i'll tell him like oh my god this happened and you know we go through like the interpretation of it and then he'll say all right well let's let's change the ending of that and we do it and it works totally yeah
1: yeah because thoughts become things so if you keep thinking about that then you're going to get more of that and so yeah. i and i'm very aware of that so i i keep going pivot 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 get away get away <laughs> away get away from me <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Great. where can people find out more about you
0: um they can go to my website trainersintransit.com um all the information on me is there my bio is there um and they can you know click on the different tabs and it will take them to other places where they can see some videos and some um some segments that i've done and things like that so
1: um, yeah and we have uh you have a new fresh start fitness coming yes. out okay. fresh start um,
0: coming out in January. Uh, We're in the process of editing everything together right now. We had a big weekend uh, this past weekend of shooting a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm so excited. Well, by the
1: time this airs, it'll, uh, it'll be out. Awesome, awesome, awesome.
0: So then, yes, then they can download it from my website um at that point and hopefully it'll be some other places too some other platforms as well so, yeah. so everyone's going to know about it by then by the time this airs you'll we'll be like oh that's the girl from fresh dark fitness
1: yes and everybody go get it right now stop what you're doing yes. go stop. to trainers in transit right now jump on your phone and go get it yep awesome <laughs> thank you so All much right. thank you this was great Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life.